Happy Sunday. Welcome back to the club. I'm your host, Loren Mannix. If you're new here, hi. Nice to meet you. Make yourself comfortable, relax. This is where we come to just unwind after the week, sit back, have. Today, I'm doing a matcha. Usually, I do a Prosecco, but you know what? That's okay. I need to wake up right now, so a matcha it is. If this is your first time tuning in, um, I created this podcast, the G63 Club, as the sole kind of focus behind my brand, Golden 63, that is launching um, sometime in May. I haven't quite picked a date yet. Um, but anyways, I like to talk about a whole wide range of different things, whether it's grief, mental health, starting a business, um, you know, speaking with mentors of mine, friends, family, all of the above. But today, I am going to break down three of my favorite brands that, I don't know, I've just been really inspired by. And I think now that I want to be a small business owner myself, I have been looking a lot deeper into kind of the marketing strategies and just the core values of every brand that I'm supporting. And three brands today that I really want to talk about that I've been so inspired by. I am so excited to talk about the first brand today, Lonely Ghost. If you know me, you know I am like a die-hard Lonely Ghost and Indie Blue fan. She is incredible. Um, for anybody that doesn't know, Indie Blue is a amazing influencer, creator, business owner that founded Lonely Ghost uh, in early 2019, I believe. Um, I have been following Indie Blue for forever. I feel like I was probably 13 or 14 when I first started following her. And I feel like she just had such a unique way of sharing content with people. And I think that she was really able to capture like her core values um, with her audience. And I feel like, you know, sometimes when you look up to somebody, you kind of question, you know, how authentic is this? How much of this is paid promotions or this and that? One thing that's really beautiful about Indie Blue is that she had started a blog where she just talks about so many different concepts and just kind of reflections that are personal to her, but I think so many people can interpret it in their own way and take a lot from that. And, you know, she's very open and honest about her relationship, which has now turned into her husband um, and her creating her family. Um, but, you know, she's talked about the ups and downs of that relationship and she's talked about the ups and downs of herself, her confidence, her friendships, you know, what she's putting her energy into. And she's just always been someone that I feel like when I read her blog or when I see things about her on Instagram, it's like, it truly feels like a friend, which I know is crazy because it's like, I've never met this woman. I mean, I'm manifesting right now. Let me put this on record. Inzy Blue is my number one guest I would die to have on the show. So we're just going to publicly manifest that. I don't know, shoot for the stars, right? Anyways, um, she's just, yeah, she's incredible. And she created a brand called Lonely Ghost, which yeah, I'm wearing right now. This is one of like quite a few Lonely Ghost products I have. Um, and I think, 
I don't know. I feel like what makes a brand so special is her and also her team and how it's all evolved. It started with, I mean, I might be wrong in saying this, but it started with um, hoodies and a whole line um, that was around the slogan, I love you, say it back. And I think that was the first thing that really caught people's attention. And I just remember I was like 13. I think I was probably only babysitting or maybe coaching cheer at the time. I was like making no money. I couldn't afford to get the I love you say it back merch. But I was like, oh my gosh, like I just, I think she's just so cool. I just want to rep that merch. That was the first time that I felt like I wanted to buy something not because of the product itself, it was because of the person that brought me to that. Um, and now it's like I'm older, I'm 21, I've worked for a long time, I've been able to make enough money to treat myself to things here and there and I've definitely built up my Lonely Ghost collection quite a bit and it's funny because she has managed to form kind of like a, a cult following around herself and her brand. Like if you're wearing a Lonely Ghost hoodie, if you're actually like a fan of the brand and like really connected with it, if you see someone walking in the shirt that's like, I love you, say it back, or they have, you know, text me when you get home and all this stuff, it's just like you kind of see each other and you're like, I see you, like, I know we'd be friends. And it's funny because Indy's actually shared a lot on her Instagram and on the Lonely Ghost Instagram about DMs she's gotten from people being like, I just made a new friend at the airport because we were both wearing one of your hoodies and like we were both just like oh my gosh this is our little safe space kind of thing and I think that somehow even though Lonely Ghost has gotten a lot bigger since when it began it still feels like it's this like niche little secret gem even though I mean now it's quite popular um, but it still has the values of just like a small group of people that are just having fun together and just experiencing life and learning new things. So I think that she has been a huge inspiration for me as well as just Lonely Ghost in general. I know that obviously I keep saying indie, I know it's an entire team of people, but I think that they are so particular and pay attention to every single detail in all of their collections and there's so many little like Easter eggs and meaningful things that um, you know if you've been following Indy for a while you you can relate to and understand a bit um, and I mean I think as far as you know pricing strategy goes and everything like I think this was probably I want to say like 80 or 90 Canadian which I think is typically more than I would spend on a hoodie but I'm not buying just a hoodie, I'm buying into the brand and supporting that. Um, and I appreciate, you know, they, they do a lot for sustainability and I just appreciate the values and I'd rather, I'd rather spend a little bit more money on a brand that I truly believe in than, I don't know, buy something cheap at Walmart. Um, but yeah, anyways, I think that one of the really cool aspects that Lonely Ghost does is they do a whole bunch of little collections that have a theme and that theme will have maybe some hoodies, sweatpants, maybe a hat, or they'll do lighters, keychains, like whatever it may be, they have collection drops and that keeps people wanting more. I hate getting promotional emails from brands. I just am like, oh, I don't wanna fill, I wanna fill my inbox with that. Lonely Ghost is the one brand that I have been subscribed to 
and also have signed up for the tax club for that I haven't unsubscribed from. It's like the one brand that I'm just like, when I get the text, I'll be like, the collection's dropping, like I gotta go check it out. And even if I'm not in a position to be spending more money on clothes, every time I see it, I just like, I feel like I can just appreciate it. I don't know why that might sound weird and I'm like a super fan about it, but I just think, I think what I would love for Golden 63 and my brand is just, obviously no one is ever gonna be able to do what Indie Blue does, but I would love to be able to form a business around just connection and compassion and you know build a bit of a community and that's why I started the G63 Club. Um, so yeah, if you haven't checked out Lonely Ghost, you absolutely need to. Um, if for any reason, at any point, someone from the Lonely Ghost team watches this, give Indy a hug for me and say hi. Um, anyways, yeah, we're gonna dive into the next brand that I have also been really inspired by. And so for my next brand, transitioning a little bit out of a brand that I've you know been loyal to for a long time, um, very recently I have been greatly inspired by Strawberry Milk Mob. Um, this brand has really blown up recently on TikTok and it's a swimwear brand uh, based out of Vancouver. And as much as, I mean, the pieces are beautiful, I would love to buy their buy their products and you know i have like six in my cart right now but i don't have the finances to buy all of them so i've been trying to pick which one i want to get so very soon i can promise i will be ordering from strawberry milk mob but what i was attracted to about the brand is the main creator georgia um so i think it's ran by three sisters and they all have little um, fruit nicknames. There's strawberry, coconut, and blueberry, I think. Um, but I've only been a fan of this brand. I think I saw the first thing about them maybe two or three weeks ago. Like this is very new. I still have so much to learn about them and I honestly wanna like dive deeper. But yeah, I think the main thing that really drew me to Strawberry Milk Mob was Georgia. Um, she's so funny on TikTok, like I think it was one of her first videos, I can't even remember exactly what it was about, but she just has a way of speaking, telling little stories or saying little jokes that just like really grabs your attention, like you don't want to scroll past it. Um, and by doing that and just by being herself and being funny and you know having her brand, either she's wearing the swimsuits or she's unboxing the most recent collection like it's not that she's so focused on these are the products this is why you need to buy the product this and that which i feel like so many people have done she's just like having fun with it and showing a really unique side behind you know starting a business so again kind of similar to lonely ghost it's not necessarily that i'm like oh my gosh i'm a diehard strawberry milk mob bathing suit fan i need that bathing suit it's like, I just wanna be a part of the brand. I just wanna like support them. Um, so yeah, when I've been watching a lot of George's videos, like I've just been laughing and like genuinely like this, I only knew about her and this brand two, three weeks ago. And I can like scroll on her page for so long, just like listening to all the funny things she has to say. And now like I'm going on a trip with all my friends for spring break 
and I need new swimsuits. I have been like every day, I'm like trying to narrow it down, which is really hard, but that's okay. One day I'll get there. Um, but I think like she has just blown up lately. And one thing that she's talked about too is that in the beginning, when she first had started the business, um, the reason that it wasn't as successful was because she was doing a lot more of the professional promotion and this and that and kind of the a bit more of the stereotypical um, marketing. But then it's now just taken off completely because of her and you know because of the fun, lighthearted videos she's promoting. And it, it I don't know, it just kind of makes you realize like it doesn't have to be that serious to be successful. It has grown so much. I'm sure financially the business has grown insanely, but I think it's just cool that it's not, she doesn't take herself too seriously. Um, and that just kind of makes me want to buy from her. I'm like, oh, I love it. You're not trying to, you know, push certain things on anyone. You're just like, this is who I am. These are my friends. These are my sisters. This is the brand. Um, and, you know, because of that, I pay more attention to the actual bathing suit she's releasing and the product itself they're gorgeous like I need all of them they're stunning but what brought me to that wasn't seeing an ad for it on TikTok oh you gotta have this new bathing suit it was just getting to know her and then I was like oh wait this is really funny look on the page oh it's a brand it's a bathing suit brand okay and that's what brought me in it had nothing to do with the product originally but now I'm like sucked in um, and I know that's probably not gonna be good for my spending habits because I love to shop, even though I'm trying to save, but but it's worth it if it's for a brand that you really support and appreciate. Um, and you know, one thing I saw too that was so cool is that she did a advent calendar for Christmas and it was one of those things that everybody was going crazy over. I can't remember how expensive they were, but like to put out an advent calendar for a brand that has only been, you know, publicly recognized for a short amount of time. I don't exactly know what date she started. I, I don't think it was, um, you know, super long ago. Um, but to be able to put out an advent calendar and convince people to spend X amount, I don't know, maybe I want to say like 100, 200, I'd have to look it up on something that they don't even know what they're going to get is just like, wow, you really made it. Cause like people just trust that your stuff is gonna be good. And I think like if I had been a fan um, at the time around Christmas, I would have absolutely tried to get one of those. Um, you know, even going back a little bit to Lonely Ghost, Lonely Ghost does these things called uh, ghost bags. So it's kind of like a mystery bag. And for so long I was like, I don't know if I have enough money to spend on it, but I really wanted to, but they sell out like this. So the ghost bags have all um, pieces from their collections or samples or, you know, thrifted pieces they've upcycled, but you don't know what you're going to get. And typically with brands from the States, uh, when you're trying to get it in Canada, a lot of brands, you have to spend a certain amount to get shipping and all this, which I mean, I fully understand. Let's just think about it. Shipping, regardless if you are the one that physically sees yourself paying for it or if you're paying for it within the product, shipping is not free to anybody. Everybody is paying for shipping. It's just the way that it's marketed. But 
Typically with Only Ghosts, I think it's over a certain amount, maybe 130 Canadian, you get free shipping. Um, but with the ghost bags, because they want to make them so good and pack as much as they can into them, um, shipping's not included. And as a Canadian, neither are duties and taxes and stuff. But I was able to spend, like, I think it was, I think the bag came out to like 120 Canadian or something, and then 40 bucks for shipping and... Uh, duties, which I would have never thought that I would pay for something. I don't even know what I'm going to get. But I was like, I trust Lonely Ghost. I trust the brand. I want to get it. I opened it. I love every piece. I'll share photos later. But um, I think kind of going back to Strawberry Milk Mob, it's the same kind of principle. It's like, how can you convince someone to buy something that's a bit pricier than you know the average thing, let's say, a college student can afford? How can you get someone to pay for that if they don't even know what it is? And it really comes down to who the brand is and who the people are. Um, so those two have been like huge inspirations for me, um, Strawberry Milk Mob as of very recently. Um, but I just can't wait to see like that brand grow. And I think another like, I don't know, this is just kind of like a weird serendipitous moment that I found with Strawberry Milk Mob is that uh, they actually had a pop-up at the Pacific Market or Pacific Center in Vancouver and my mom and dad met in Vancouver um, when they were a lot younger and my mom was actually designing the or she was working on the team to design the Pacific Market and like God I even have one of her like her work jacket that has like the Pacific Market on the back and then like the Leslie on the inside and it's so cute and I don't know why I don't know it just felt like I was like Oh, I just love that her pop-ups there. I don't know. I just like to find little connections and small things. Um, so yeah, I thought that was cool. <laughs> Finally, the third brand that I'm so excited to talk about is, I don't even know if I'm saying this name right, Tanaka Vintage. But I was visiting my best friend Sasha in LA. She just moved there to pursue music. Um, so shout out Sasha C if you're listening anybody. Download her music, it's really good. Anyways, we were out for a big shopping day in LA and we were going to all like the big stores. I think we were going, on this day specifically, we were headed to like the Rio Real, um, House of CB, like just some big kind of LA brands. And as we were driving past, I saw this like gorgeous gold sign for Tanaka Vintage. And I was like, oh, what's that place? And Sasha was like, I don't know, I've never seen that before. And I was like, oh, I want to go in. And she's like, well, she's like, we, we've got all these other places to go, for, go through first. Like, let's just, let's pop in on our way back. And I was like, okay. So anyways, we go around, go shopping, have some fun. And then on the way back, we stop in at Tanaka Vintage because I was like, oh, we just need to go. We were already exhausted. Like, you know when you've been shopping all day and you're kind of like ready to go home? I don't know why. I was just like, I need to go into the store. It just feels iconic. So we walk in and like I'm over here thinking that this is like a small brand. Like I'm not thinking anything of it. I thought it was just like a little vintage store. And I met the owner who was just working there. Her name's Anna Tanaka. I don't even know if I'm saying the last name right, so this could all be a little bit wrong. But um, I was looking at all of her pieces, and what she does is she upcycles vintage. And a lot of this is designer vintage. So she'll take like a, 
YSL shirt, like a men's dress shirt, and she'll tailor it and make it into a cute like skirt and uh, collared shirt set. So I was just like, wow, like I love all of this stuff. She reworks jeans and just like, I don't know, I feel like it's just a really interesting take on fashion and on luxury. Um, and it was so cute, like we were just, I'm a chatty person, like I'll chat with anyone I meet. We were just chatting away and like, I had no idea kind of how big the brand actually was. And I didn't even know she was like really the owner at that point. I thought she was just kind of the worker. Um, but then, you know, as we're talking more and I'm, I'm picking out some pieces I wanted to try on, I was like, oh, like, do you guys have a fitting room? She's like, oh yeah, like just back here. So you walk back and she's got like her whole setup. And I was like, wait, are you the one that's like hand making all of this? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, that's just so cool to be that talented and that creative. And like, I just, I don't know. I had no idea that I would walk by a place that I think they had only just opened also like a couple months before I was in LA. And I don't know. I just felt like it was so cool that I got to meet her and um, just kind of see a little bit of like the behind the scenes. Like I got to see where she was creating everything. And at this point still, like I had no idea that it was a big brand. Um, and even in the change room, like this is so random, but like she just made it so homey. Like it has like, there was like a little, a little cute little blue mini fridge and a mirror and some like, I don't know if it was like a cute rug, but I don't know, it just felt comfortable. And I just kept saying to my friend Sasha, I was like, oh, I just love this place. Like, I just, I just need to buy something from here. And I picked out like one of the cheaper things I could find because like, I'm on a budget right now, guys. I would love to buy everything, but I simply can't. So I picked out this cute little skirt that I ended up wearing on vacation like actually every single day over the holidays. Um, and it, this was so funny, I was like, so I am talking to her, I'm like, oh, I just love this stuff. Like, you're so talented, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, do you have a card? Like, I want to, like, tell all my friends about this. Like, as if what I say is going to impact anyone when I realized, like, who she was. Um, but she gave me her card. And, you know, where I buy the thing and wrapping up the bag. And then she's like, oh, well, do you need a bag? And I was like, I didn't need one. But I was like, oh, I was like, yeah, I'll take one. I just want to, like, wrap the brand around the streets. Not that anyone's watching, but I just, I don't know, I was like, I just felt good about it. And then my friend Sasha and I, we took like some really cute pics in Tanaka because I tried on these Prada sunglasses in there and I was like, oh my God, I want them. But I was like, I need to see what they look like on, like with my outfit. So I got Sasha to like take little sassy pictures of me and then I ended up not buying them because I was like, I'm gonna wait to see if I find any other sunglasses I want more and if not, I'll come back. Well, moral of the story is I still want them. They're definitely sold by now. I didn't have time to go back. I still think about it, but anyways. Um, but after that, I, I realized, I was like, wait, these pictures are really cute. So I was like, oh, I have her card. I'm gonna send them to her on Instagram and be like, oh, hey, like, you know, I know you just opened. Like, if you need, if you need pictures of people wearing your stuff, I go on her Instagram and she like styles the coolest people. She's worked with Sabrina Carpenter and SZA and, all these celebrities and I was like oh my god this whole time I was thinking it was like this little small business but I don't know it was really cool and I was like wait a minute and then I look at her um, and I go onto her page and I was like wait she's an icon herself 
And then now I'm like a huge fan of them. And it was funny because I feel like as of lately, a lot of the brands that myself, my friends, um, you know, follow or are interested in or customers of, it's all brands that, you know, we, we see on TikTok or we see online or through ads. But like this was one of those brands. I think this is honestly probably the first brand that I felt that I was like genuinely just happened to walk past it, felt the need to go in. And now I'm like, oh, I love it. I can't get enough. Um, so I don't know. I, I thought it would be kind of interesting to talk about you know, three different experiences with building a brand loyalty. So, I mean, Lonely Ghost, I feel like I've been a loyal customer for years. Strawberry Milk Mob, I found through social media as of more recently, and now I'm really excited to see where they go. And then Tanaka Vintage, it was like, I just happened to stumble across it and then met the owner. She's amazing. Um, they're so sweet. I also like, when I went to send them my pictures, I realized like how big they were and I was like, I'm still gonna send them anyways. And she like put on her story and I was like, oh, that's really cute. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just think it's really, it's really interesting to study how people can grasp, uh, you know, new customers and new clients. And yeah, I think all three of these brands are killing it in different ways. And I just, I don't know, something about seeing just women on top and in business and you know making names for themselves and their brands it's just like it's inspiring and I think that you know long term that's what I want to do with Golden 63 whatever it may be if it's all home goods if it's apparel whatever it is like I just want people to be like damn like that's a boss woman and um, you know Tanaka Vintage specifically um, targets very kind of entrepreneurial um, you know corporate women but with a fun side um, because a lot of the pieces that she creates are blazer sets or sets that you could wear to work but not that kind of stereotypical boring set they're still fun some of them are little crop tops little skirts but it's like for the working woman on the go um, and I don't know it's just empowering and I, I really support all of these brands and all of these women and I don't know, maybe one day somebody will have this kind of loyalty towards me and that's, that's the goal here. Um, but yeah, I guess that kind of wraps up all three brands that I wanted to talk about. And then now we just get to play our little favorite game where, I don't know, you get a look a little bit deeper into me and maybe I get to find something out about you. So if you are new here, I like to play this game called The Oracle by Com Club. Um, it's tarot inspired cards, tarot inspired cards. I'm not like a tarot reader by any means, but I just like doing self-reflection questions. Um, so I have this little deck here. I'm just gonna pick one that, I don't know, I'm feeling a good vibe from. And then I'm gonna get my producer, Katie, who's also a boss woman, to read it out to me. And yeah, and then I'm gonna get one for you guys as well. Okay, what am I feeling? Mm -mm -mm. Okay, I'm gonna do snake because I feel like it matches my outfit. Okay. And there's no reason for me to pick this other than the fact that I feel like it matches my outfit and I kind of love it right now. So the snake. So Katie, I'll get you to find the snake in my little question book and then you can ask me a question. Are you poised, ready to strike? 
Okay. If Katie's not mic'd up, so you might not be able to properly hear it. But the question is, the snake, are you poised and ready to strike, right? Okay. Am I poised and ready to strike? Yes. I don't know. But in a good way. Like, I feel like when I think about a snake, like, striking, it's like this, like, venomous kind of, like, villain era. Um, I feel like I'm over my villain era. I feel like that had its time. I'm trying to be a little bit more level-headed and calm. So I would say I'm like poised with passion and ready to just get after it. Like all these amazing women that I just talked about for 30 minutes. So yeah, I guess you'll see, you'll see me strike soon, hopefully. All right, and now I gotta pick a question for all of you guys. Let's see. Dun, 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 dun. Okay, I don't know why. I'm thinking the birds, because I'm just like, I don't know, everyone in the G63 club is just gonna soar to whatever possibility it is. So it's the wings. So it's on the orange card deck. Okay, the wings. Could your ideas take flight in a positive way? Oh my gosh, that's so fun, guys. I wish that was my question. I wanna answer it so bad, but it's important to me to get to hear all of you. So take that question, think about it, marinate in your thoughts, and then if you're watching this on YouTube, comment down below. You can message me on um, Instagram, TikTok, or if you have a good answer to that question and you don't want to necessarily publicly share it, I made a special little email just for you guys. I'm the only one that has access to it and nobody else will read it. Not even my closest friends or family members. It's just between you and I. You can email me your response because I don't know. I want to all connect and hear what you have to say. So yeah, I can't wait to see you guys next Sunday. Bye.